Greetings, everyone. Uh, this is Diane. Welcome to my series, well, continued series on Breaking the Ties That Bind. Today, today we will discuss breaking the ties of generational curses. These ties have got us, uh, as a people of color, trapped, or so the enemy wants to think that we are trapped. He also wants to question why, well, and I also question why these ties, uh, these curses continue to pass from generation to generation in this defeatist curse path that we continue to allow the enemy to keep us walking on. Well, first of all, um, I want to give you a definition of generation. Webster defines a generation as a group of people born around the same time, raised and raised around the same place, or raised around the same people, really. It's also the period of time that it takes for people to grow up and produce their own offspring. Uh, Webster said this time is held to be between a 30 and 35 year span. A generation is also people or individual families that are in what is called a birth cohort, which means they exhibit similar characteristics, similar preferences, similar values, and beliefs over their lifetimes. However, I ask myself and will also ask you the same question. When we are discussing generational curses of different types, why does it take this long of a time, a 30 to 35 year span, to be passed from generation to the next generation? That was a question. I also asked my best girl pals, whoo, my uh, BGPs, and we all agreed when one generation dies, another generation uh, picks up and repeats what they were taught in their respective families. Uh, what they see in their respective families, they will inherit and mimic the same pattern or lifestyle and the same values, the same fears, the same ideologies, because this is in my um, BGPs agreed, really, this is all they know and have this as the model to live by. And because some of the generational curses are nature or born, and some are in our DNA, the blood, but not the blood of Jesus. And you know what? As we discussed um, in another session, uh, breaking the tie number seven, which was the tie called abuse, uh, the verbal, the physical, the molestation, these three were also generational because of the lifestyle that these precious souls were in and accepted this abuse. Why? Uh, you know what? I'm so glad you keep asking me these questions, but glad you asked because this again was all they knew. And this abuse became part of what was accepted in their generation. And these abuses drove them to become an abuser before breaking that tie. What also passed through and in the blood or the DNA uh, was the spirit of alcohol, the spirit of drugs, 
in the spirit of mental health struggles. These precious souls and families felt cursed according to man's standards already. But, and I say but, as my pastor in North Carolina, Bishop Joseph, Joseph Lowry used to say, God rest his soul, thanks, not thanks, thanks be to God that we serve a God of a second, a third, a fourth chances. We serve a God that releases us from this curse by repenting of our sins and being born again. Not reborn um, in the mother's womb, but born again by repentance and water baptism. The blood of Jesus cleanses and renews us again. Okay, you know what? Even though I'm doing this uh, podcast, uh, I don't see your faces, but I could almost hear some of your thoughts saying, um, I know some of you are probably saying, and I know you're probably saying and questioning uh, this sentence that I just said. Uh, and you're probably saying, ah, Diane, uh, Lady Die, Sister Die, uh, you don't have to be saved to break generational, uh, to break generational generational curses you just break them but i won't even say but i'll say a however here however i say to you we we do need his power there are some curses it's just called life there are things in life that you need god's power uh to intervene on your behalf you need god's power to help you break not only generational curses, but to help you to for you to be empowered uh, by His Spirit, by His Holy Ghost, by His wisdom, by His guidance to direct you accordingly. Same process uh, with breaking the ties that bind. We need that power to overtake the enemy. We need that power to break generational curses. And be victorious in breaking this tie. Not only this tie, but the other ties that I have spoken against. We also, my dear listening audience, we must continue to remain steadfast in this plan of salvation, attend a faith-based church, and grow strong in kingdom ministry filled with principles of instruction and guidance in his word. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. I know you want to say it. Going to say amen. Okay, I'll wait. I'm still waiting. But while I'm waiting, I definitely want to let you know when God, and he's going to do it, when God has set an individual free, I strongly, I strongly believe in no that we are no longer under generational curses. We have control to stop these curses and end it in our generation, in my lifetime. You know, we're going to end this in your generation. It's ended in my lifetime. Uh, it was a choice that I made for my family. It was a choice that they made. You know, we can, you can, and we can begin again and break this curse. Well, just to give you a little history about uh, my breaking a generational curse. In my family, 
uh, my parents and four sisters passed in their 50s. Before I turned 50, honestly, I was terrified uh, that I also was going to die before I reached this milestone in my life. Before, uh, so I reached 50, turned 50, then 55. But before I turned 60, the enemy had me thinking no one else in my family, in my immediate family, lived to see 60. He had me thinking, so why did I think I was going to reach this age in my generation? He also had me thinking that I would just die in my sleep and wouldn't know if I lived or died anyhow. You know what, which, which is true. Think about it. When we are asleep in the consciousness of the Lord, we are in a like a comatose state of sleep. And some of us really are in deep sleeps. So you really don't know, you know, until you wake up the next day, you know, and thank, and thanks, because Bishop, Bishop Lowry again, and thanks be to God that you live. But, you know, there came a point, uh, okay, I, I reached 50, then the 55, then the 60. And even at 60, I was blessed to outlive my my parents, my sib, my four sisters, but I just got tired uh, of of this mind stressing, depressing state of mind, and I had to get to the point. I kid you not. I remember the day and the hour. I I was sitting up in the bed, and I told the enemy, "No, not in my spirit. No, not speaking in tongues." I wanted him to hear it. I wanted him to hear me say it loud. I wanted his imps and his pimps uh, to hear me. So what I did, uh, I was really tired of it. I said loudly out of the abundance of my heart, I proclaimed, if I die, let me die. Because I know my Redeemer lives and I would go to heaven. But I also told him, greater is he that is in me than he that was in the world. I also spoke words of affirmation that I would live and not die. And that, uh, and that I would break that generational curse and would reach 60 years of age. Well, grace be to God, I'm 70 years of age. Clothe, uh, are you ready for this one? And in my right mind. Uh, look at my feet. I know you can't see my feet, but I am definitely doing a happy dance. I'm getting my praise on. Uh, but you know what? I, I have to settle myself down because I still have more information to provide to you in my session. So, okay, happy feet. Just uh, stop for a minute. I also told and shared with my family the enemy will no longer frighten me, no longer frighten us because he does not, he doesn't have control of life and death. Oh, I'm getting my praise on again. I have to settle my feet until the end. But really, I told them, I don't want to leave this world as I'm sharing with you. I don't want to leave this world and enter into my eternal rest in him without leaving deposits of faith and insurance in Jesus Christ to my generation, to my children, to my children's children. 
I also reminded my beautiful family, when we come to the communion table, uh, as believers taking Holy Communion, we need to state and believe because of Calvary, we are not only healed of sickness and disease, but we're also healed of any and all generational curses. I know lots of times when we take communion, uh, we're praying healing, we're praying uh, victory over sickness, we're praying uh, 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 for God to intercede, we're praying that his blood covers and prevails, but we need to take it another step forward. Not only sickness and disease, but we are also healed of any and all generational curses. So when you take communion, whenever you take it uh, the first Sunday or uh, as Paul and the disciples did as they went from house to house, uh, take it communion, whenever you take it, remind yourself, commute, don't limit yourself when you take communion. Don't limit the Lord, you know, when you're taking Holy Communion. But again, not only healed of sickness and disease, but healed of any and all generational curses. Amen again. But again, I need to stress this. Your curse to break may not be as mine. I want you to take a minute. I want you to breathe. Um, stop doing a happy dance for me. Uh, take a minute to think about it. Uh, if you have pencil or paper, write it down. If you don't have anything to write it down, but that's okay. Right now, uh, just go into your meditation. Just go into your you and the Lord and the Lord and you. And think about uh, the generational curses in your own family. Think about what has been hindering you. Think about uh, what you all as a family or friends, or individuals, what you have been battling, okay? If you didn't write it, write it down, just make it clear. And what I need for you to do, make a pronouncement over the it, whatever it is. And know that whatsoever we bind here on earth is bound in heaven. Whatsoever we loose here on earth is loosed in heaven. Don't ever, ever, never uh, let the enemy or anyone tell you that you cannot break generational curses in your generation. The word tells me, uh, you're going to like this one. The word tells me that we are a chosen generation and blessed people because we are chosen. Hey, we have some power up in here because we are chosen. There's rewards for following the Lord. There's rewards for knowing that you are a chosen generation. You are set aside generation. There's priesthood uh, written uh, invisibly behind your name. You know, because we are chosen, we can say loudly, and I won't get loud. Well, you know I'm loud anyhow, but I won't get loud. But we can say whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, oh my God, just, just think on these things. Just think on them. 
Oh my gosh. Just think on them. Think about the power that we have to make a change. Think about as we look in that mirror, at that man in the mirror, we can make a change because we do have the power. Think about those things that are true that we know that the Lord died for us that we might have everlasting life. Think about those things that are honest. Honest knowing that you and I and our beliefs, if we remain steadfast, immovable, always abiding in the work of the Lord, that our living and our labor is not going to be in vain. You know, think on those things. So, my dear listening audience, as we continue to think on those things, be the one. Be the one in your generation to break this tie called generational curses. And let your children, in your children's children, in your children's children's children, know uh, that it ends with you. The generational curse is broken in the name of Jesus. Amen. That amen settles it. That amen seals it. That amen says we are coming to the end, to the conclusion of the matter. It's amen. Continue to be blessed, to be a blessing to others. I love you all dearly. The generational curse is broken. Again, amen settles it. It is done. It is done here on earth as well as in heaven. Love you. Have a great day. And if it's not great, again, you have the power to change it and make it the greater. Love you until next month. Have a great day in him.